When you think of influencer marketing, you always think of Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, but podcast influencer marketing is quickly on the rise. And that's why digital marketing expert Simon Thompson created podseeker.co, a podcast database and intelligence platform for marketers and PR pros. So he's going to share with us today what podcast influencer marketing is, how to get started, and how Podseeker will help you make it happen. Howdy, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal here is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's take a listen to our chat. Hey, I'm super excited to be chatting with Simon Thompson. He's a digital media expert and founder of podseeker.co. And anyone that knows me knows that I uh, totally geek out on software and apps and tools. And so saw Podseeker and went, Simon, you have to come chat with me on Leverage Your Podcast Show. And um, yeah, it's such an interesting topic, Simon, about podcast influencer marketing. Because as soon as you think, influencer marketing, of course, you think of Instagram and like TikTok and like YouTube and that's it, right? Um, So for those that are kind of like stuck in that space, what would you say podcast influencer marketing is? And first of all, welcome and hi. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Lindsay. Um, Yeah, super excited to be here. So yeah, I guess... um, Podcast influencer marketing, it's it's odd because there's there's sort of like this crossover happening between, uh, I'd say like PR marketing and influencer marketing. It's like a, a subset of that. Um, influencer marketing like is pretty similar to to PR in a lot of ways in that it's, it's trying to leverage someone else's audience to get your offer in yeah. front of people. So if you think of like, if you're doing that on Instagram or what have you, um, maybe you you pay an influencer for that, or maybe you know you you sweeten the pot for them, give them some free products, and they they mention your product to to their audience, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's pretty well understood, and and people have been doing that for for a while now, kind of like since the start of Instagram, um, and then on the other side, like people have been doing uh, I'd say podcast PR um, for for a bit as well, which is often like pitching yourself as a guest or right. um, yeah, like pitching a story to a podcaster and, and having that podcaster kind of mention uh, that whether it's the offer or the story or what have you to their audience. Uh, and so podcast influencer marketing is is sort of like a, a combination of those two where it's like rather than just pitching a guest spot, maybe it's like, I'd you know, I'd like to pay for a paid promotion within this podcast. So it's like a sort of like an advertisement, but it might be a bit more like in-depth and um, a bit more like integrated into the show, much like how a like a, a an Instagram influencer might mention a product, yeah, you know, sort of right. like integrated into the content that they create. So yeah, that's how I'd kind of um, define it. So it's not quite like paid ads or sponsorship. It's more like someone giving props to your yeah, product it, it's or interesting or validating it or yeah, exactly. It's um, 
it's odd because there is like there is a crossover with paid ads. I mean, yeah. you could think of it like a paid ad in the same way that you could think of like an Instagram influencer as a paid ad because true, like, you're true. paying them to promote your stuff. But I, I think like the like the baggage that comes with um with podcast advertising is that it's like you know it's ZipRecruiter paying a million dollars to you know like the Gimlet Media Network over a six month period and like running these very like structured and like uh, formatted ads. Right. Um, whereas podcast influence marketing, I think has more connotations of it's for, you know, like perhaps niche products towards niche audiences, um, where the ad format is kind of a bit more flexible rather than just like, there is a 30 second spot at the front and, and that's it. It might be a bit more organic where the podcaster kind of mentions it throughout the, um, throughout the podcast in a place where it's going to be relevant and most helpful to the audience. That makes sense. And to me, it's like when I hear podcast um, influencer marketing, to me, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur, but if I guested on a high profile show, I'm tapping into their audience as an, like they're the influencer. So like, mm -hmm. am I right in that thinking as well? Yeah. So I, I, again, yeah, you, you could think of that as like podcast influencer marketing. I think traditionally like that kind of thing is, has typically been called podcast PR, but like mm. yeah, the, the term you use Terms. is sort of like, the, yeah, <laughs> there, there will be disagreement there, but yeah, it, it all, um, it's all trying to achieve the same goal of like trying to leverage someone else's audience to get right. your offer or your story in, in front of those people. That makes sense. So there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. I know. And there's like a lot of crossovers and gray area and it all gets mm -hmm. kind of muddied together. Um, so for someone like all the podcasters that are out there that are freshly launched, been running for a year, five years, whatever, is there like a certain type of podcast that can take advantage of this strategy? And like, who's it, I guess, who's it right for and who's it not right for? Yeah, so for, for the podcasters themselves, so if they would like to, you know, have people come on to their show or, or promote offers on their own shows, um, it, I mean, it's it's fairly broad in terms of like who can leverage it the most. I tend to see a lot of like health podcasts leveraging this the most for for whatever reason that might be. Um, I I don't know. It might just be like an audience that kind of lends itself well to the promotion of, of certain types of products. Um, yeah. I'm not sure, but, but I don't think there's anything really like specifically preventing any kind of like industry or anything like that. Fair I mean, enough. if there's a good offer that can be put in front of an audience, then, then it can be a, a workable channel. Um, and you know, like, like any other channel, it's something that should, you know, you should test it with a small budget, see if it takes. And then if it works, scale it up and it's, it's going to be right for some people and it's not going to be right for others. Um, but yeah, it's, kind of hard to tell uh like all marketing channels really i know right <laughs> how to track that <laughs> roi um because yeah. yeah i was interviewing someone a couple of weeks ago and they were in like the um essential oil space and she mm -hmm. had a podcast and then was you know talking about products and stuff like that and um she had a guest she had affiliate links for the stuff and made a ton of money so um is it like tied into like affiliate links of products? Yeah, like th that that's a really good point. I, I think like that space in particular, like the health and wellness space, like it's just sort of, um, I don't know, it, it seems to be a more marketing minded audience, uh, like 
group of podcasters as yeah. well as people promoting the products. And yeah, there is like a lot of affiliate activity already happening. And yeah, I think there's just more of a mindset of, of yeah, like how can we, how can we work together to yeah. like put offers in front of the audience and make it most relevant for my audience. And um, yeah. So I think there's something going on there for sure. Yeah. And so like, I guess sometimes it's hard for people to like, like, what does that mean for me? Like, how do I implement this? What does it mean? Um, like what advice would you give to someone that was like a newbie saying, Hey, I would love to tap into influencers to grow my podcast, obviously my revenue, my list, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. like where do you start? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, there's the, I guess there's two sides to this. Like there's, if you're the the podcaster and then there's if you're the, the, the person who would like to get their, their offers in front of people if, if you're the person who'd like to get your offers in front of people which by the way they, they could be the same person like because podcasters often like run a business as well and, yeah. and the podcast is like a marketing channel for that business so it can go both ways so if you're the person who would like to you know work with other podcasts to promote your offer um, I sort of have like this five-step framework that you can go Perfect. through so I can just kind of like breeze through that yeah, I suppose absolutely um but the, the first thing you need to understand is like, what, what is your goal? Like whether it's going to be, um, am I looking for like directly sales on this or am I looking to just build credibility, build like awareness of who I am and who my brand is and, and things like that, that is going to have an effect on like which type of podcasts do you reach out to, um, to promote yeah. the offer. So it's just good to have an understanding of exactly what you're going for here. Um, the second thing that you're going to need is podcast data. And that's, this is essentially like why I built the app that, that I now run, which mm. is podseeker.co. Um, because if you've ever tried to like search for, for podcasts that are out there, there's not that many good ways to do it. Like if, let's say I have a health product and I want to find you know, health related podcasts to promote that product. Um, usually what you would do is, and you know, I've kind of had this experience before, like you type into Google, like top health podcasts or best mm-hmm. health podcasts. And you get, you know, 10 articles on the first page of Google that all mention the same podcasts that are like the big podcasts in the space. And, you know, that, that can be somewhat helpful if like those are the podcasts that you want to go out after, but like, there's this long tail of like thousands of, of other totally. health podcasts that, that could be far more relevant. And then the the other method that you might use is just like search through iTunes for things like, um, you know, health podcasts or, or what right. have you. But the the limitation there is you can only search for, for keywords and then you right. don't really have any other information on the podcast, you know, like how many people might listen to this podcast, how much might it cost to advertise on this podcast and, um, you know, like what frequency do they release episodes and do they accept interviews and what are their social media links and, and stuff like that. So Podseeker can can help with that, which is, you know, why I created it. But I mean, there are other methods to get that data, but yeah. It, it takes a long is, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's sure. like a shot in the dark. Like if, if I pitch yeah. myself to be on their podcast, like, or work with them or whatever it may be, like, is their audience what I'm looking for? Like, do they have a big audience? How long have they been doing it for? Like, you know, you really have to do a lot of R and D to kind of figure out and do like your due diligence before you, you know, look into it further and call them or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, 
um yeah that again that's that's like why why i created things yeah and we'll chat just just in case anyone's curious we will be touching upon what Podseeker is and what it does um i had a peek of it myself so can can share as well anyways go ahead (laughs) yeah cool so that yeah so that's number two so you need like podcasts to reach out to yeah um to to put that in the in the uh, simplest terms possible. The third thing that you're going to need is an, is an offer for that podcaster because Makes like sense. the podcaster doesn't necessarily, you know, they may not know you and like, why mm. would they promote your stuff to, to their audience? Like that's, that's kind of like a big step for them. So you need to you know, sweeten the pot for them. That, and that could just be cash. It could be uh, like free products. It could be like, I'll promote you on my podcast if I have right. my own podcast. So there's, there's a few things that you can do there. Um, number four is a format for that spot. Um, like I said, that, you know, like podcast advertising tends to be like these 30 second spots and right. that's sort of about it. Whereas with, with podcast influencer marketing, although, like I said, there are some similarities, you, you have a lot more flexibility in what you do. So it might be yeah. Yeah, a 30 second spot. Um, that's like pre-recorded and just inserted into their podcast, or it might be something that the host reads that's, you know, scripted, or it might be something that's completely unscripted, or it might just be, you know, I'll casually comment on this, this product throughout the, throughout the podcast because mm. I think it's going to be helpful for my audience. Anyway, you, you obviously don't want to um, like do anything too like shady or manipulative or like make it seem like you just like, selling products and stuff like it's obviously going to be yeah for the audience, thank you for that yeah 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 um but yeah if it's going to be helpful for the audience and and it's like a win-win-win then i know yeah, that, and that product reviews to me or... like i love that because i want to know what mm-hmm. people you know what they've experienced and if they like it and that kind of thing everyone loves product reviews yeah for sure for sure so yeah that, that that's like another thing that i really like about um podcast influencer marketing is that yeah there's just a lot more uh mm-hmm. like flexibility in terms of how you can how you can promote those offers um and then yeah and then the the last thing is an offer for the audience which is um so you know i'm promoting my product like and the podcaster is going to mention it to their audience like mm-hmm. how how are they going to mention it is right. and and how are they going to like incentivize the audience to to take up the offer like is it going to be you know a discount or is there going to be a competition that's a giveaway or or what have you um there's like a number of ways that you can sort of position that offer to the audience um so that everyone kind of wins from that but yeah they're they're the the five like main steps that, yeah. that people need to go through um happy to kind of drill down on any of those in particular no that but, was perfect yeah. and it was succinct but it totally makes sense um and it's funny because when i first you know saw pod seeker and i was like okay i don't really get it and like and so mm-hmm. not that I didn't get it, but I'm like, okay. So I, but once I went in, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, you search for podcasts and like, you could actually see um, how long they've had their podcast for, how many episodes, um, how many downloads um, roughly that they have like per mm-hmm. episode. So you can kind of see the level of success, but honestly, Simon, what I loved was being able to find certain shows on a more granular level. Cause I've searched, like, let's say I want to be on a content marketing podcast and you kind of search, but like you said, with the keywords, it was really tricky. And I like did a search and like all these came up and they were like, 
I'm like, save to list, save to list, save to list. Mm -hmm. So I can check them out later. I'm like, oh, that was easy. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. That, that is what I was going for. Like, it's not a, it's not a, um, uh, what's the word? It's not overly complicated. Like it's, it's fairly straightforward in what it does, but what it does, I, I, like, yeah. I think it does relatively well, which is yeah. Like search granularly for podcasts. Yeah. And that to me was huge because it saves like a ton of time. Um, so I've been in it, but for the listeners that aren't quite picturing what I'm picturing, obviously, can you kind of explain like what it is and its features and how it'll help them? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I, I think the, the simplest way to think of it is um, like a, a granular search engine for podcasts. So if you think of um, like, if you were to go to like a Google search bar, you could type in a keyword and, you know, let's say like health, I put in the keyword like health and wellness or mm -hmm. something like that. But then I could also drop down uh, advanced filters and say, well, yeah, I, I, I want the health and wellness podcast, but there's 10,000 of them. And most of them, you know, maybe just publish like five episodes. So let's yeah. remove the ones that have, you know, only published five episodes. I only want the ones that have published like at least 20 episodes. So they're well-established shows and they're up and running. And then there might be a lot of those shows that um, just don't have many people listening to it, um, which may or may not be what you're going for. You, you might want to go for, for podcasts. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Audience. If you have a smaller yeah, audience, exactly. sometimes they're just, they're more engaged, right? And if you have a specific totally. niche and you yeah. really want to go after that versus a broad group, um, yeah. like the numbers might be less, but the conversion would be higher. Completely. Yeah. And so, so that, that audience number can, yeah, as you say, like go either way. Like I often find myself filtering out like the bigger podcasts because it's like, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm probably not going to go on, mm. you know, how I built this or, or whatever, like something like that. Um, whereas like, yeah, yeah, there are like a lot of real niche podcasts, which have like smaller audiences, but very engaged audiences who have a, a really good relationship with the host. Um, so that, that's another thing you can filter by. Another thing you can filter by is if you're looking to, yeah, run advertisements, you could um, see, you know, how much is it likely to uh, cost to advertise on a given oh, podcast. Yeah, I forgot you had that. I, yeah. And, and by the way, the, these listenership numbers, um, people might be thinking like, uh, how do you get the listenership numbers? And it's like, it, it is, it's an estimated number, but it, it's, it's a relatively decent ballpark um, because like often you just need to know, like, is this closer to, you know, five or 10,000 listeners mm. or is it closer to like a hundred or 200 listeners? And, and we, we tend to get in that ballpark. Um, so yeah, at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, you, you're going to need to reach out and, and like have a conversation with the podcast to, to, you know, see what the offer is going to be and all of that. And, and you should ask these questions, but yeah, if you need a ballpark, then, then that listenership number can be really good. And then other things. Yeah. Like, um, when's the last time they published an episode, have they published yes. an episode in the last like six months, because if they haven't, then they're probably not active and, and worth reaching out to. So yeah, there are a couple of the things that you can filter by. And then when you run your search, you just, you get all the podcasts that, that match that criteria. Uh, and then you're able to, yeah, see all of those, those metrics that I just mentioned, things like the mm -hmm. listenership and how much it might cost to advertise for each individual podcast, uh, as well as, and this is, you know, sort of one of the, the crucial components is, is like email addresses and, and contact details yeah. uh, and websites and, and places to get in touch with with those podcasts if you want to start reaching out to them and, and building those relationships. 
Yeah, it was really handy. And I love because I thought it's funny because I thought to myself, ooh, that one's good, but I don't have time to like fully go into it. Mm -hmm. Am I going to bookmark it? Like, how am I going to, am I going to write a spreadsheet? But then I saw on the right-hand side that you said, like, add to a list and you can Mm -hmm. have different lists. Like uh, what if I'm looking for podcasts about podcasts or what if I'm looking them, you know, about finance or so you can like have these little categories um, because it is good to be on different types of shows and see which Mm -hmm. ones work better for you. Cause sometimes what you think is going to convert and is your target audience may not necessarily be. Um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the media lists is, yeah, something I didn't mention. So like, yeah, exactly. As you say, like you might want to, I don't know, I'm going to go pitch myself on 20 of these health and wellness podcasts Mm -hmm. or 20 of these, yeah, podcasts about podcasting. And it doesn't make sense to like have them all in the same list. And then when you download that data, you've got it all in the same place and you're, you're writing the same message to all of them. So yeah, you can kind of separate those. Oh, and if I you're can an download the data? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, you can download that as a I did as not a know CSV. that. There yeah. you go, features I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have a guest and a host on there? Like what kind of mix of shows or what kind of mix of people do you have in there? Yeah, so it's all it's all podcasts uh, at the moment. We we right. do we're looking at building out like the the guest side of of the marketplace, or yeah, creating it's a whole other ball it of wax. So, so sure. that it is a yeah for sure. So because at the moment, like we yeah we have every what just about every podcast that mm-hmm. that exists in in the world is is in there. Um, whereas finding specific guests uh, can be a bit more tricky, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's something that we, we definitely want to look into. But yeah, l- like I said, I what I often find is like uh, podcasters tend to mix in the same circle. So so actually, yeah, yes. as, as an aside, like one of the, um, I don't know, unexpected side effects, I suppose, of, of building this, like I, I built it for, for PR people essentially mm-hmm. at first, but then I noticed marketers wanted to use it. But then, yeah, the thing I really didn't expect was like a lot of podcasters themselves use it because they would want to connect with other podcasters. Like I said, yeah, they're often running their own business themselves and they obviously see the value in podcasts. And so they want to pitch themselves onto a mm-hmm. podcast and promote their offers to other podcasts. And the other thing is like I, I've, you know, run podcasts in, in my time as well is like, a really great way to promote your own podcast as i'm sure you know is is to be a guest on other absolutely podcasts like you know those people on those podcasts are listening to podcasts and so like you know you at least tick that box that they're into podcasts mm-hmm. and then maybe they'll be into my podcast as well so yeah i've, I've found it's a really helpful podcast not only for the pr side but also for the podcaster side as well I know, honestly, that's why I was looking and had like the two lists because I'm like, you know, I want to see what other podcasts are out there. But and also if they're an expert in in a field that's like, you know, a parallel to mine and not like strict competition kind of a thing, then it would make sense for me to have them on my show. And like you do that, right? You do podcast swaps. And then really, you're going to know that they know what they're doing. They're used to interviewing. They're going to be professional. They know the drill. They're not going to be total newbie. Um, it just, it does make your life easier as a podcast host <laughs> or a guest or whichever. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. funny you say that because that's exactly kind of what went through my head. Yeah. Yeah, really for handy. sure. That's, um, yeah, like the, the, 
yeah the the yeah exactly as you say like the the people who are going to make like really great guests on on podcasts are people who have their own podcasts mm -hmm. generally speaking so, yeah. if we do say so ourselves yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> what's next for um pod seeker have you got anything uh coming up or anything new any plans yeah so so yeah, the, the big thing is, is building out that, like the other side of the marketplace. So getting like a guest yeah. marketplace in there, um, cool. that's going to be like the big project, um, moving into this year. The other thing will be, um, not so much adding new features, but sort of like refining a lot of the features mm -hmm. that we have. I mean, there will be some new features like, um, we're looking to add like social media numbers. So if I have like a podcast and then that podcast has a social media handle associated to right. it, like how many, how many followers, like let's say it's a Twitter handle, how many followers does the Twitter oh. handle have? And then I could say, okay, well the podcast has whatever, a hundred listeners per episode, but like their Twitter following is like, you know, right. two million or something like that. And so that, that might be kind of relevant um, over there. So that, that's another thing more like social media data. We want to refine the, the listenership algorithm because like I said, it, it gets you a pretty good ballpark, but we can, we can always do better with that. So we're working on that. Uh, but yeah, definitely the main project is, is getting guests to, nice. to come on. And so podcasters can that's say, I job. need a guest. <laughs> I need, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Cause there's no, like there's, a, there's already a directory of podcasts that I can be like, okay, iTunes, like I can, bring all that in and then add some more data there's not really a directory of no. guests i mean there are a few but like they're sort of they're gated and they're incomplete yeah so it's a big project awesome and the great thing about it is that people can have a free trial to check it out i know i loved it right away um where can they go to grab their free trial and kind of check out all the features and see what it's all about yeah, for sure. So if you just go to podseeker.co, um, you'll be able to yeah jump into the free trial seven days. Um, you can cancel at any time and see if it's for you. And if it is, then uh, yeah, it's just a monthly recurring subscription. Um, no locking contracts, anything like that. No, it's perfect. Yeah, I know I'm using it. I've got my little lists <laughs> sorted out. Um, yeah, thanks for coming awesome. on and sharing about podcast influencer marketing and you know, helping other podcasters, you know, take it to the next level and, and grow it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks so much for having me, Lindsay. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, look forward to getting in touch. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.